Chapter 19 of the Mary Frances Cookbook. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Recording by Mary L. Carlyle. The Mary Frances Cookbook by Jane Eyre Fryer. Chapter 19 Poor Blue Pitcher. Why, said Mary Frances, looking over her book next morning at the breakfast table, Today's lesson is so easy, I think it would be just the time to invite Eleanor over for her cooking lesson. I do wonder whether the kitchen people will talk and help us, or whether they can help but one person. It would be pretty hard without their help, but let me read the recipe again. Number 27. Apple Snow 1. Pare and slice apples, dropping into cold water. 2. Cook slowly until soft. 3. Mash well and measure. 4. To every cupful allow 1 fourth cup powdered sugar, white of 1 egg, well beaten. 5. Add a spoonful of each to apples until used, stirring in lightly each time. 6. Add 1 drop vanilla for each cup of apples. 7. Serve with cream. I guess I'll go ask the kitchen people about it right away. But someone was talking. Wonder what little mistress will cook today. I'll see if they know, said Mary Frances to herself. It's hard to remember so far ahead, complained Coffee Pot. I wish it was my turn all the time. Oh, you have more chance than most of us, except Tea Kettle, exclaimed Saucepan. I expect, though, most of us will be used a lot now, airily. Why? Oh, I read a poem about it, which proves... Say it, interrupted several kitchen people. What fun, thought Mary Frances. I'll try to remember it. All right, said Saucepan, proudly beginning to recite. The good old times are back, they say. Now people eat six times a day. Nothing they eat is quite so good as victuals, eatables, and food. They'll eat em cooked, they'll eat em raw, while they have teeth with which to chaw. Beautiful, exclaimed the kitchen people. If that isn't too silly for anything in the world. It was a new voice. Mary Frances peeped out. Big Blue Pitcher was near the edge of the shelf. "'It's perfectly true, though,' retorted Saucepan angrily. "'There, there,' said Auntie Rolling Pin, soothingly. "'Don't get so excited. Of course it's true.' "'You bet it's true, and I can prove it. "'Oh, my ear!' cried Blue Pitcher, toppling dangerously near the edge of the shelf. "'Prove it! Prove it! You can't! "'You conceited, idiotical old Saucepan! I dare you!' Over he went, "'Crash!' broken into pieces. He's dead, exclaimed the excited kitchen people, and began to wring their funny little hands and to cry, Oh, why did he die? Oh, why did he die? Oh, why did he die? Did he die, die, die? They kept up this chant until Mary Frances stepped out into the kitchen. Why did he die? demanded Mary Frances, but not a word was answered. What will mother say, she said, sweeping up the broken pieces of poor blue pitcher. Won't she be sorry? Yes, she will, said Saucepan, but it was his own fault. I think Jubiel'll be sorrier. She thought blue pitcher one of her best friends. They were very confidential. Only yesterday I heard her telling him that always after eating a hearty meal for which she had no appetite, she felt hungry. What did blue pitcher say? asked Auntie Rolling Pin. Never paid any attention, just said, Humph, Juby, I know where a lot of cattails grow. You do, do you? said Juby. I'd like to know. On little kittens, said Blue Pitcher. 
The kitchen people laughed. Bet Saucepan made that all up, whispered Coffee Pot. No, said Saucepan, overhearing. I, I don't tell tales. End of chapter 19. Recording by Marielle Carlyle.